podcast start. Wait, I, I gotta start. Oh. I gotta cross it out and put it on again. Yeah. <laughs> restart. Restart. Classic Brazil Grand Prix recap. Totally. Have to restart the race. Just like the podcast. It's quite amazing. What your can do for you. Dang, now I forgot what I was going to just lay down on you right at the start. It was probably about Brazil. Uh, no, because no. we got sidetracked talking about the restart at Brazil. Yeah, that's what sidetracked you. The most to. hectic f- formation lap in the history of the world. <laughs> but we'll get into we'll that. We'll get there. We'll uh, get there. My name is Max. This is the Fast Ones. Yes. And I'm here with my buddy Mike. How's it going, Max? Good. I, said, I directed it at you this week. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. But welcome to all the watchers and listeners. Mm. Um, we got a lot to talk about this week. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because, like I said, weirdest thing happened in racing that I've ever seen. (laughs) I haven't been watching long, but I imagine doesn't happen very often. Right. And we should explain. Yeah. That the reason we didn't have a Mexico race recap. Oh, yeah. We missed a week. We did miss a a race week. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so we should probably, I don't know, we can talk about well, that a little bit were, too. Well, um, you were, it was Mike's birthday. It was my birthday. It was Halloween. It was Halloween. And we were both sick. And the flu was <laughs> running rampant. <laughs> so it was a packed week. <laughs> it was super packed. And we thought, let's just take a, as the Mexicans would say, a hiatus. A small <laughs> a siesta. siesta. <laughs> <laughs> we said that at the same time. Um, we even were prepared. This is, this uh-huh. is, we, we had a Mexican lined up. A real life Mexican. A real life <laughs> Mexican for the Mexican Grand Prix yeah. uh, review. <laughs> and that Mexican is my dad. Yeah, and your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we almost got him. He was here. He's a little bitter. I talked to him today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, make sure Max knows how mad I am. That makes me want to bring him on the podcast. <laughs> That makes you really want to interview like, Man, I just am dying to have Carlos. <laughs> Start getting some threatening letters in yeah. the mail. You guys should have me on your show. <laughs> All right, buddy. I was very sad. I missed out on that. Yeah. Uh, it was just a weird week. Yeah. So. It was definitely weird. And uh, But every once in a while, if we have to take a week off out of the 52 <laughs> weeks in the year, if we only get 48 yeah, episodes uh, out. I think it's okay. Yeah. I think we'll it's be okay. fine. So thank you for being patient with us. But I don't know what happened in Mexico. I don't think anything happened. No, I, yeah, Daniel Ricardo only qualified fourth. Yeah, so. ahead of Sergio. Whatever. We need to talk about that before. Let's get into before we dive into. Okay, before we get into race Mexican reviews, highlights, okay. Brazilian highlights, yes, NASCAR highlights. These are all things we're going to touch on. Yes, we Maybe are. Some nerd news because I know there's some stuff, Mike, that I need to ask you about. Some things going on. But real quick, Mike. Yes. Here's the game. Can you guess? The Formula One driver, oh. based off of their Instagram bio. <laughs> okay. I'm ready for it. Okay. Right off the bat. Charles. <laughs> no. Okay. Dang it. Uh, that's a hint. He doesn't show up in this quiz. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Dang it. About, I would say, 60 to 75% of the driver's Instagram bios are just Formula One driver for their team. So okay, they're not going to be in this quiz if they do just that. Yeah, dang it, that was going to be really. It was going to be really easy. Yeah. So these are the ones that had something else that stands out. So here is this first driver. He okay. says after saying he is a Formula One driver for his team, he says never give up. It's a hard one. It's very vague. Alex Albon. No. Dang it. I'll give you one more guess. Never give up. Think maybe I'll give you a hint. Um, Can you? Yeah. I mean, I mean, so this slogan kind of fits into his career a bit. Took him a while to get a win. Okay. And now it seems like he's, he is fighting to stay in the sport. Uh, Perez. Perez. Never give up. Never give up. Okay. Um, this next one. That's a good one. That would have been very hard. I never would have thought that. Yeah, it's pretty generic. Yeah. That's like publicist, like, hey, Chucko, your bio Just, is never give up this yeah, year. Just make sure that's in there. Hey, Chucko, can you think of a <laughs> slogan for the year? And he's just like, uh, never give up. Perfect. Perfect. Put that, nah, make sure that's on every post <laughs> and in your bio. Okay, this one. Okay. Man on many missions. Man on many missions. And this one, I can give you a hint if you need a little hint, but let me see if you can get a source. Uh, man on many missions, Valtteri Bottas. 
No. Dang it. Do you want the hint? Yes. There's three emojis after. One okay. is a spaceship. Okay. One is a little plant. And one is a peace sign. Like a little hand doing the peace sign. Lewis. It's Lewis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the plant vegan, he's all about peace, but the spaceship? The space, I mean, he's a man. He's not of this world. Dude, he's, we are blessed by his otherworldly presence. Everyone else is trying to run a Formula One race. Lewis is going to the moon. Yeah, he is. He's going to the moon. Okay, this next one. Yeah, okay. Keep pushing the limits. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, these are, there's two, this there's two or three that are generic. Very it's never cheesy. give up again. Yeah, this one's really bad. Keep pushing the limits. Ugh. Maximize your strategy. <laughs> Never uh, surrender. Keep pushing the limits. You're only as strong as what you think. George Russell. Oh, no. Dang it. Sorry, he's not in this either. His, I'm sad. Yeah. Because I'm surprised <laughs> Next week, it didn't we can say. guess what Charles's would be and yeah. what George's would be. Yeah. I think that's a good one. I think that's a good idea. This next one, he has an emoji of a lion. Oh, it's Max. That's Max. Uh, no wonder it's so cheesy. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Next one. Another publicist. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, this one. Cat dad. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not Hulkenberg because he has a Pomeranian. Yep. Formula uh, One driver for his team and then cat dad. Cat dad. He also has two other accounts and one is his name underscore pets. <laughs> he must love uh, it. It's uh, Albon. It's Albon. Uh, it's wow, gotta be Alex Albon. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know he was cat dad. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay. Oh, we have three more. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. This one I left it in. Okay. But I'm going <laughs> to... I drive blank F1 cars. And it's the team name. I drive blank F1 cars. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I left it in because it's more than just like driver for Scuderia, Ferrari or whatever. It's just... I drive blank F1 cars. It's Lance Stroll. (laughs) No, no, it's not. (laughs) I feel like he did this on purpose to be funny. (laughs) To be funny. Uh, I think like Lando Norris. No, it is Oscar Piastri. Oh, okay. So it was. I think it's this deadpan Australian humor that I think we're learning about. Yeah. I drive McLaren F1 cars. That makes sense. Okay. (laughs) Next one. Striving for excellence. (laughs) Another generic. Dig, dig deep and does, win the gold. Yeah, does anyone have the hang in there with the kitty? <laughs> no, that's like, Alex Albon. Okay, yeah, totally. Uh, what was it again? Striving for excellence. Ugh. Find your limits. Yeah. S- reach the mountaintop. Uh, uh, Ocon? Close. Same team. Pierre Gasly. Yeah. Uh, okay, Peter. Last one. This is a bonus. Okay. Uh, it's kind of a little curveball. <laughs> There is still a race to win. Oh, Sebastian Vettel. Whoa. I know that one. You did it. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, he's not in anymore, but that is his tagline. Is it? It's his tagline for like the eco-conscious uh, trying to get synthetic fuels to take off and trying to be more sustainable. Okay, cool. So there's still a race to win. There's still a race to win. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm so glad that was in there. Gosh, it's the only one I knew. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Honestly, who would know the rest? When they're so generic, maximize your max for stapping. Yeah, have faith in the impossible. <laughs> Get yourself a pet lion. Put the gutter, <laughs> put the pedal to the floor. Fly to space. Have some plants. Peace. <laughs> maximize the envelope. <laughs> oh. Are you saying that I need to like get the weight perfectly for the stamps mm-hmm. on the envelope so yeah. that way when I send it I yeah. maximize my yeah. potential? When Haas finally <laughs> partners with USPS as their sponsor. <laughs> we know they really won't deliver. I wish Gunther had an Instagram because he would have had a great great tagline. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'd have been like don't f- f- smash my door. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Well, thanks for participating in this quiz. Thank you. Thank you for the quiz. Um, Write in. Tell us what you think George Russell's bio should be. Yeah, this is a good. And we will gather all the the results and send them into George Russell (laughs) and say your your bio is boring. All your fans. Yes. (laughs) Does George have fans or does he just have like fans? I think they're they're (laughs) yeah they're fans yeah. I got I got criticized by someone recently yeah. for being a George Russell hater. They, From who? His the, mom? They, they, <laughs> it was a, a, another <laughs> F1 fan in a, in a conversation, and he was like, well, maybe because you're just such a George Russell hater. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Is that not everyone? <laughs> also... <laughs> 
Also, I feel like to be a hater, this person has to be like a champion. Oh, yeah. How do you be a hater with someone who's like, just kind of a Are we not working together as a team? (laughs) Please. Are we we not? (laughs) I was going to save that for later. (laughs) Okay, we can go around to it. Because he just... He was so on fire this weekend. He was on fire. He was peak George Russelling all over the track. Oh, my gosh. It's almost like he doesn't listen to our podcast or something. <laughs> um, before we do. Yes, before. So today I saw a headline that says hostage petitioning or something, the FIA for something. And I said, Mike, learn this for the podcast. <laughs> said, Go read this. Because <laughs> I don't want to. Don't text me back. <laughs> Because I know you'll be tempted to just tell me what it is. I'm just trying to tee up your new new, nerd news segment. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Nerd Nerd. news with Mike. Everybody knows what he likes. He likes the news and he likes the cars. He likes to talk the tech real hard. Nerd news. (laughs) Welcome to Nerd News, everyone. Mm -hmm. On this week, we are going to talk about us. (laughs) This has turned to NPR news. (laughs) Welcome to my tiny desk segment, <laughs> where we discuss Haas news. Yeah. Uh, so Haas launched a petition right. to investigate several teams, which included Williams, okay. Aston Martin, and Red Bull, mm-hmm. because Haas said that the stewards did not adequately police track limits, hmm. or at least were not policing certain zones that they said were going to be singled out as track limits that your lap times would be deleted and therefore penalties would be issued. Mm -hmm. Okay. This included Alex Albon, Lance Stroll, and Sergio Perez are the drivers that were being pinpointed. I can't remember who it was, but a fan did the math. Really? And the amount of track limit penalties that Sergio Perez would have had in in the race... I think he exceeded track limits something like 37 times. Like every lap. It was ridiculous. Wow. Add five second time penalties for every time every time after the first two. Two or three warnings. Yeah. And so crazy. Sergio Perez's result would pretty much be thrown away. Right. If all of those track limit penalties were added to his race time. 35 times five. Like, I don't know who can do that kind of math. (laughs) Nobody. Nobody. But it's high. (laughs) It's a hundred (laughs) and... 60 seconds. And then trying to turn that into minutes? Yeah. That's impossible. Haas is basically saying that, look, you didn't police these. You said you were going to. Yeah. All these teams got away with it all weekend, Mm -hmm. the whole race. Yeah. And now what are we going to do about it? You said you were going to police them. Mm -hmm. Our drivers kept the rules. You disqualified two drivers from the race for skid blocks. What about track limits? Yeah. And so... They've launched a petition, and mm. all three of those teams had people summoned by the FIA. Mm. So this meeting will take place in two days from this recording, and we'll have to wait to see what the results are. Interesting. Pretty crazy. We might be given the win. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> the only, it's too bad Max didn't get any freaking track on his penalties. <laughs> he's too good. He's, honestly, he's, he's flawless he, right now. It's so annoying. It's really annoying. I'm like, would you just, just slide? Yeah. Just once make one mistake? No. Mm. Well, okay. Boring. Uh, it, good... Good recap of that. Yeah. Yeah. Are we done with nerd news? Yeah. I mean, the only other thing that I was going to bring up that happened on 1030s, this would have been right before Halloween. Okay. Formula One apparently went around to the teams and asked them if one of them would mind partnering with General Motors because they were interested in having General Motors, but not so interested in having Andretti. Weird. Isn't that the most like targeted, rude, yeah. kind of douchey thing you've heard? That is really weird to me. Yeah. It seems to be like that. Michael Andretti heard about it. And he said, it's starting to feel like they have a grudge. They, yeah, they specifically don't want me. They like really don't want me because they they're do, bringing my they're fine with another Cadillac team. partnership going to someone else, but they don't want me to do it. So they would still be OK with another team coming in to no, make it. No, they just want to keep the 10. Oh, but somebody more, partner with GM. Oh, weird. And take that Cadillac thing. Weird. And Michael Andretti's like, no. Yeah. That was my deal. (laughs) Yeah, you can't take that. You guys need to shut up. Go away. Find your own engine supplier. So super interesting. But I thought that that was uh, a bit of news that rolled down the file. Yeah. Everything else that's out there right now is rumors about which driver's going where Mm -hmm. and and Fernando Alonso and Checo switching places, which isn't happening. There's so many things flying around. Right. But yeah. So anyways, that's pretty much all that Mm -hmm. nerd news has to offer at the moment. Great. Well... Uh, shifting gears. 
It's a quick one. Yeah. Let's, let's downshift right into the Mexico Grand Prix recap. What are like the standout things? I think the biggest is Daniel Ricardo. Epic race for him. Qualifying insanely well. Super and then well. running a really good race. Held his own. I think at the end yeah. of the race, he faded because of tire deg. But mm-hmm. other than that, it was just better Still, strategy. Yeah, he lifted Alvatari up and took Haas' spot in the championship. <laughs> yeah, so We're kind of mad, but ha- happy. Kind of bummed. <laughs> Kevin's wreck in Mexico was super wild. Oh, yeah, that engine just yeah. decided to explode. It was, so you want to hear what it was? Oh, yeah, I do. So they were saying on TV, they're speculating, like, maybe he would ran off the grass. Maybe that broke the suspension thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he crashed. Mm. But what ended up happening was that I, at least speculation in my eyes is that the brake duct must have gotten clogged mm-hmm. at some point by either debris, him running off the track, and the brakes overheated, which snapped the sus- overheated oh. the suspension. Oh dear! And so when he was going through that, yeah, high speed right hander, you see it, just, it just breaks and sends him left. Yeah, he had no control over that. Nothing. Yeah, super wild. Glad Kevin's all right. It was a it's a pretty violent spot to crash. It was a pretty crazy looking wreck, yeah. and then for him to jump out real quick and he kind of like takes shelter behind the barrier for like, a split second. Like, is it going to burn to the ground? Yeah. And then he sits up on it and there, it, the whole thing was engulfed in flames. Yeah. So pretty wild. Pretty wild. I mean, Kevin Magson, new Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> was Roman Grosjean. Roman is that watching that wreck like, real closely. He's like weak, Kevin. <laughs> you could do so much better than that. I came out of a real fireball. <laughs> And then Checo crashing out first corner. Yeah. Sad to do at your home Grand Prix. And that one's tricky. It definitely wasn't Charles's fault. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't Max's fault. (laughs) So process of elimination. It's going to be the guy on the outside corner. Yeah. Squeezing everybody. Yeah. And we've talked about this in the past. George Russell's learned it from Lewis. I don't know why Sergio hasn't figured it out yet. Mm -hmm. Just go straight Mm -hmm. and just be like, they pushed me off. Yeah. And then just take the freaking lead. Uh-huh. And then Serge, like, uh, you know, I hate the freaking like driver mentality. We've talked about it over the years of this mm-hmm. podcast. Yep. What does it take to be a championship driver? Yep. You never do anything wrong. You're always right. Yep. And that killer instinct mm-hmm. of like, not only did I do everything right, mm-hmm. but I'm freaking right. Yep. And I'm so convincing that you're not going to penalize me for driving straight. Yeah. And I feel like that's, these are things that Fernando Alonso does. Yeah. Lewis, Max, and they You're, get away with it. They're like, no, nah, I had to, I was avoiding you an are accident. perfect, yeah. Yeah. And so in that case where Sergio turned right, it's like, sometimes I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you're lacking the killer instinct. Yeah. I also, was, was Sergio Perez getting inside his own head? Like, there's a lot of pressure that has been coming down on him from rumors. Right. Saying that if he can't perform, Daniel's taking his spot. Right. He is now in Mexico home at his race. home race. Yeah. There is so many people there watching him and he gets a good launch because he's in the Red Bull. And does he just get a little bit too brave, like going around that corner? Optimistic. Optimistic. Yeah. Trying to hit that corner and then exit as the, the leader of the race just because he's trying to catch up with all of the things people are talking about him. Totally. I, well, and I think yeah. there's also this element of being like, yeah, I mean, I, man, I, it's my home race. I'm going to go for it. And I, got, I can't blame him for that. I can't fault him for being like, right. Yeah. I'm going to send it deep. Uh-huh. We're going to get the lead. Yeah. And uh, I think that there is a little bit of kind of the Lewis Hamilton, George Russell conversation of, I mean, Charles, I am going to turn right. Mm-hmm. You, you could hit the brakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could back out a little. So mm-hmm. I don't squeeze you. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, it's hard to fault Charles because yeah. he's also fighting for a win. Mm-hmm. But in that situation, the expectation of give and take just yeah. probably a little too op- optimistic. Yeah, it's interesting. So, um, bummer for him. Bummer for him. But then going into the Brazil Grand Prix, you had a better showing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Do you want to talk about Brazil Grand Prix now? I think we move on. Just shift a little bit of a gear. Yes. To further south. For Sao Paulo. Yeah. Interlagos. Which was to Hamilton's home Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, they love Lewis Hamilton. It's so wild. Yeah. So 
Uh, well, and it, I mean, in contrast, mm-hmm. Formula One has never really been shy or short of a Brazilian driver. There have been so many of th- over the years. At one point, there was like six on the grid at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like Brazil has usually provided an F1 driver. It's weird we don't have so one right now. So kind of strange that we don't have one. Yeah. And so they have just kind of been like, well, we don't have one. So, I mean, who's winning? Lewis. <laughs> it's That's a weird thing for a country to do. Yeah, I mean, technically Lewis's favorite driver was Senna. He always had Senna's helmet. I mean, so, everyone's driver that they looked up to is Senna. Right. It's you like, ask everyone, they're like, Senna. Senna, e- even Senna. like Alain Prost, Senna. Yeah, even though no one does say. It. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's just funny that they've taken Lewis into their arms. Yeah, and they're become like one of his own. He basically is Senna 2.0. Yeah, for them. So, uh, but yeah, Brazil. Yeah, this race was a sprint race weekend, like America. Yeah, uh-huh. and I didn't realize that going into it. <laughs> and so when the f- you text me on Friday, you're like, "Oh frick, not another one." Well, the qualifying <laughs> results were just out. <laughs> And I, was, and I was confused. <laughs> You're like, wait, I was like, Max uh, got it's, a, it's a sprint. A uh, sprint weekend. Gosh. And did this and qualifying got cut short because a freak storm hit. Yeah, it, it was in Q3 mm-hmm. and with like four minutes to go, they just threw the red flag and said, yeah, we're done. And <laughs> well, part of the roof ripped off of the grandstands like and you see it, clouds. It's not just a storm. It was blacked out it, it was, was like, pitch like midnight the first interlagos night race yeah all of a sudden and charles said on his lap while he was qualifying mm-hmm. the car moved around so much that he was like i thought it was raining but i wasn't getting wet there was I no mean, water on my visor yeah it was that's so tricky. windy that's tricky i do so now windy. take whatever charles says with a grain of salt in terms of like driving the car <laughs> so I can't. I can't anymore. Because like, so the real race day, Charles Leclerc crashes a car in the formation lap. Yeah. And I know there's like a power steering thing happened yeah. or whatever. Yeah. I, I will go out on a limb right now. Yeah. And say that. <laughs> I think I know where I, you're going with this. What? That I could have driven that better than him in that moment. I will never be able to say that again in a Formula One race. Like in a situation of yeah. a Formula One driver versus yeah. you. But put me in that car for a formation lap. <laughs> driving 35 miles an hour. It's like, I just have to keep it in the line. I just got to go straight. <laughs> I just got to turn right and not spin out. And he, yeah, he crashed it. And then, yeah, like I said, the what, the, what was the failure? A power steering went out. It was an electronics failure that triggered the hydraulics to fail. Okay. So something in the ECU fritzed. Okay. And the steering wheel, you could see it. It starts to shudder on him. And he's like, what? I mean, how many IndyCar drivers are watching this being like, right, we don't have power steering. No. We just use our muscles when that happens. We just use our brains. (laughs) It's not even our muscles at that point. It's just in our brain. Yeah. It's an extension of it. No, but I mean, to your point, yeah, it's it's amazing. Have you ever seen a a wreck on the formation lap? Yes. Yeah. And you want to know who it was? Multiple times. Please don't tell me Charles. Max. Oh, really? Max has had a few bouts really? with the wall on formation laps. <laughs> Jeez. And he's gotten lucky every time where yeah. they have been like, he'll be driving the freaking, you know, out to the grid or mm-hmm. doing the formation lap and he'll just bin it on the last turn. Weird. Because the tires are cold or whatever and mm-hmm. he'll break suspension in the front wing hmm. but because it's formation lap yeah we're actually i feel like when i've seen max do this it's been primarily on the way to the grid mm-hmm. so not even the formation lap yeah and red bull was able to fix the suspension and replace the wing before they did the formation lap okay and so none the wiser right but max had like done substantial damage <laughs> on the, before he, the race had even started okay so it's not the most unheard of it's thing not because, super unheard of but like in the sense of like a race where like the weather conditions are weird mm-hmm. the tires up aren't up to temperature yeah and you go out to the grid and you're just rolling around slow mm-hmm. that you're like oh no grip oh crap wall yeah but where charles was I mean, warming up tires and trying to get a little bit of temperature in them. It's really weird. It just seemed like it was like, yes, I hear what you're saying about bad luck, Charles. Yeah. But this seems like an overreaction Mm. 
that the car would go full 360 and into a wall. Yeah, because how, how fast are you going? Yeah, that's the question. How fast are they going on a formation lap? I know sometimes they kind of like speed up and slow down a little bit. Trying to warm up tires, right. But they're not flying. It's not. It's not doing spin outs and into a wall flat fast. Right. Um, here's a question, Mike, talking about this, because I mean, I've watched a Grand Prix with a few new people. And then I was talking about today at work with some people. And I was trying to explain the formation lap and I said, I don't know what a formation lap is. Yeah. Why do we have it? It's so they did they, they just leave and they, they line back up again, then they start again. Right. What's the point? So it's a good question because it is sort of strange. Not all racing does it. Yeah. Like in, in NASCAR they have their own versions of it, I guess. Because okay. they do a rolling start. They do a rolling start. Yeah. So it is sort of already a parade lap. Okay. And a parade lap is another name for the formation lap. The formation lap is used to as like a quick warm up. It's something they've been doing forever. Okay. And is sort of just an opportunity to make sure quick check, make sure everything's good. Okay, that makes sense. Also the teams use it as an opportunity to burn a little fuel, get the tires up to temperature. Okay. Yeah. And lay a little rubber down on the track because it's completely green is what they call it at that point. Okay. They haven't had any sessions on it. Uh, at least with F1 cars, because sometimes they do the support races like the Porsche okay. Cup and things yeah, like they that. Do. Yeah. Uh, and so just an opportunity, quick checks, make sure everything's good, and then line up on the grid as like a final, let's get ready to go. Mm-hmm. And the teams haven't touched the cars at that point. And it's hot track, hot race cars. Okay. All the lights so on and off do they go. There are some reasons to have the formation lap. Yeah. And it gives the opportunity for the teams to clear the grid. Okay. So that way when the cars come back around, there's nothing out oh, yeah. there. That makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. That gives me something to say next time someone asks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Charles Leclerc crashes out on that formation lap <laughs> and it's just more bad luck. Yeah. And he even says it this time. Yeah. He's, he's like, Why? how could I be so unlucky? How could I be so unlucky? Right. Oh, we, my heart just is breaking for Charles Leclerc <laughs> really every not. single race. <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. Uh, Carlos Sainz lost, lost downshifting during the race as well. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Which doesn't make sense. It's like, that's like, oh, so you just have to go fast the whole time. Uh, now you're just so going to have no to. there's no reason for you to not be in first. <laughs> <laughs> so you just get a foot down. <laughs> Don't even use the brake. Just go neutral. Just like, what is your problem? Yeah. Just give your foot down. <laughs> Why can't I do it? Just hold the clutch in. <laughs> so the Ferrari just had a w- ridiculous weekend. Alfa Romeo, both of them retired. Oh, yeah. So lots of retiring. And then Haas, unfortunately, Kevin Magnuson was out on the first lap with Alex Albon. And I don't want to say that was Kevin Magnuson's fault. No. Very first of the race, Alex Albon goes off the track to right. try and get beyond him. Right. And then same thing with like Charles Leclerc and Max in Mexico. It's like now he's in between two cars. Yeah. And he gets and then squeezed. Alex comes back on the track. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Which then this wreck also caused a kind of wild outcome for Daniel Ricardo and Oscar Piastri. Yeah. Because both of them had land on his car. <laughs> he literally ducked. You can watch his onboard. And he's like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, you, those tires are heavy. You have nowhere to go yeah. at an F1 car, but you see him go like, oh, crap. <laughs> Help. Yeah. And it <laughs> smashed the wing. Yeah. Just damage right off the front. Right. So uh, because of a weird rule. On fixing cars under a red flag. Yeah, explain this. The FIA forces you, if you have done a repair to that extent, like a rear spoiler. Okay. Uh, requires you to go a lap down. Frig. Yeah, which is stupid. Very stupid. But also, I feel like Oscar and Daniel had their own little race a lap they down. Did. <laughs> and they were... Uh, you, you Listening to the commentators the whole race, Daniel is a lap down. But they would make little comments like... Daniel is keeping up with he had people he should be racing with. He had top five times, lap times. That is insane. The whole race. That is insane. And what a bummer. What a bummer. <laughs> At the end of the race, Daniel had an interview talking about how this rule was so weird. It's a dumb rule. Very dumb rule. And it seems like in the case of what happened to him where he was innocent bystander, mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't cause the accident. Right. There's just a tire careening through the air. Holy cow. Yeah. Which is not safe at all. And landed no. on his car. <laughs> Not safe. Not safe. And <laughs> totally your favorite. Yeah. yeah. But like the FIA is being like, well, if you hadn't been there, mm-hmm. then you wouldn't have to repair your car. What? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> what? that's what the rule is. Basically, like you have to repair your car. Well, it must have been your fault. Must have been so your you fault. So you can't fix it while it's under red flag it's conditions. It's raining softs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's raining Albon tires. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. If, weird if they, rule. Yeah, that is a weird rule. I, there must have been some precedent right. as to why that happens, but that should almost be... You should be rewarded for being able to fix your car right in that quick a time and get right. back on the track. Charles is like running back and forth on the hillside. He's yeah. like, can we, uh, uh, can we, uh, there's time I can fix my car. I just and they, were like, they were like, no, no. And then all the marshals, did you see this picture? No, all the marshals posing with his car on the grass. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> Just they're just so, they're just looting pieces yeah, off of it. I literally, I think I have the picture saved. But I have to show Taking it to you. It's too well, ripping off wings. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> just all of them being like thug life. Here you go. Oh, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So this is uh, this is the result of uh, crashing on the first lap. Yeah, <laughs> on the formation. Lap. It was a hectic first. Not even first lap. Yeah, it didn't it even get a full. We didn't get a full lap. There were like Charles five crashes <laughs> on the formation before lap. the first corner, <laughs> and somehow Charles Leclerc, because of timing screens, was nineteenth and Albon was twentieth. Even though Charles did not start the race, uh. <laughs> Albon didn't make it past the first timing line, and so it technically put him lower on the. Oh, weird. Anyways, that's insane. So wild. Um, there was, the sprint race was also good. Yeah. I will just say no, that yeah, the sprint r- sprint race was was brief but fun. Uh, Interlagos is mm-hmm. one of those races where, like, yeah, the passing in the race itself mm-hmm. was predictable because there was strategy differences. Mm-hmm. So somebody would be like slightly fresher tires, and then it would be mm-hmm. like DRS plus fresher tires. Like, yeah, of course the overtake's going to get done. Yeah, and so. Even though there was some good passing, mm-hmm. a lot of it f- did feel a little bit like, okay, well, we know that this is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to get past him. Yeah. But this is one of the reasons I like the sprint race. Yeah. Is because there isn't a tire advantage. Okay. Yeah. All the teams are pretty much running the same stuff. Yeah. And some of the teams will gamble on whether or not they're brand new tires, but they were all on the soft tire. Hmm. And so the cool, the reason that I think this is cool and the reason that I like that is because when it comes to a pass, it's not a tire strategy difference plus DRS plus battery charge, whatever. Okay. This is a straight fight. Right. Yeah. And those passes in the sprint race were so much more earned. Mm. Each position was earned. Okay. Yeah. Where I felt like during the race, I was kind of like, "Eh, I mean, that was coming. Yeah. And in the sprint race Saturday, event i felt like oh, that that was awesome that was a good pass yeah interlagos this brazil track i love it it's i yeah it's growing on me yeah where now i kind of know the track and i can predict that there are places where more passing does happen for sure so you know drivers are going to be planning on that corner or the corner after totally and it's fun to predict that and to see that and follow it totally i like the drs zone mm-hmm. up the hill down yeah. through the Senate S and then another DRS zone. Yeah, it's tricky. It's really hard to get right. There were some people in the sprint race that would pass in that first DRS zone, then get passed. Right. And then they'd have to switch up the strategy the next time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it's, it's a fun little track. It's definitely got some unique characteristics and mm-hmm. it's old school. So yeah. to even talk about Charles crashing on the formation lap, one of the reasons when you hear me say old school circuit. Yeah. Old school circuits, predominantly the thing that makes them what they are is high consequence, which means mm. that a small issue, a wall is really close. Mm. And, you know, They're Circuit of the Americas. smaller cars yeah. back in like 1960. Yeah. And like Circuit of the Americas, it's like you could, Charles Leclerc could have had a hydraulic failure, electronic issue mm-hmm. and gone spinning for f- four years before he hit anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in Brazil... Yeah. One little spin like a top and it's like, oh, tire barrier. Yeah. Oh, crap. You're dead. I'm out of the race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're dead. Well, like, dead. You're, you're done. You're <laughs> done. <laughs> Rip. Um, I, <laughs> when that race started on Sunday and they're like 70, what, 72 laps or whatever. Right. I have been so used to sprint races. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, That's a lot. <laughs> this, is, this is a long race. <laughs> you guys get, are you guys sure you can do this? I really thought that. Do you guys have like, enough gas? I was like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, they're used to this. They, they, they this is what they want. Is this a regular race? <laughs> this is so long. Yeah, it's a big race. For That's sure. a long race, especially yeah. at like a track like that where mm-hmm. there are so many. High G force corners and yeah. heavy braking zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a that's a heavy race. Yeah, 
And speaking of passing, do you want to talk like the most epic battle the at the best, end? The best battle of the yeah. season. I was losing it. It was so good. Yeah. I was screaming at my TV alone. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, I was very oh, quiet. Because I just was rooting so hard for Alonzo. Oh, it was so good. No, I mean, I really don't have anything against Checo. No. But like... Holy cow, to see Alonzo defending against that Red Bull. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The Red Bull's going to overtake him. Yeah. Because it's faster. Right. And but, he, but it took him forever. For a long time. Alonzo's exit off of that final corner was perfect every mm. time. I was like, how is he doing this? <laughs> the Red Bull's it's way faster. Alonzo is amazing. He's such a genie, too. Yeah. He understands of... How to place it, uh-huh. how to get the better momentum and be like, I don't care that you have DRS. Yeah. I have all my battery. Oof. Let's go. Oof. And so that front stretch battle, it went on for like seven laps. Yeah. Or more. And then when Checo finally got the lunge and passed him, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Like, I'm glad Fernando held him at least and that then, long. And no, dude. <laughs> The captain's back, man. It was amazing. It was unreal. Yeah. Uh, He even said that he was, he thought it was done. Mm -hmm. He's like, Sergio got past me and he was like, oh, well, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, And then he was like, wait a minute. Did he see him make a slightly small error? He drove too deep into turn one. And Fernando was like, wait a minute. (laughs) See, this guy is insane. (laughs) Yep. It's insane. Yeah, because that's the, then it's the Senna S and then then the the DRS DRS zone. zone. And so he was like. And that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. I was hoping for that. (laughs) And Fernando knew that he was like, okay. I might not be able to get him in mm-hmm. the next DRS zone, uh-huh. but if I can, if I can keep it there, yeah. if I can stay on him, Sergio's going to know that I'm right here. That's going to trip him up. So mm-hmm. he played it beautifully. Yes. He knew exactly what he had to do to get it back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we know the results. He passes him in that second DRS zone. Yeah. And holds the lead until like a drag race at the very, very end of the race. And it was the most, so one of the most exciting finishes of the whole season. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one of the best finishes for P3 ever, but also that <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Because I know Gasly and Lewis Hamilton did this exact thing a few years ago mm-hmm. uh, at in Brazil. Yeah. Fighting for the last step on the podium. Mm-hmm. And that was epic. Yeah. But this this was like, so because they were jockeying for positions so yeah. aggressively uh-huh. and that it meant Aston Martin's first podium in forever. Yeah. It's well, been a while. A couple of races. Yeah. It feels like it's been ages. <laughs> it's the it's different for Haas. It's di- yeah. <laughs> but um no. at least for Aston Martin who's got used to being up there yeah, every week. Where were they? Yeah. They've disappeared. And so this return back, it was and then to have such an epic return of yeah. like it's just one of the yeah. best, 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 best finishes. And this is thank you, Fernando. Yeah. Also, thank you, Checo, because <laughs> yeah. he uh, he played such a big Takes, role in that being clean yeah. and being rad and so yeah. fun to watch. This is brought up something that I I have seen a lot of people rumoring or gossiping or throwing shade around Reddit's. Yeah. Just saying typical. I, well, here's the thing. Formula One fans have the shortest memory in the world. Of Yeah, they just always do. Just a bunch of goldfish out there <laughs> throwing hate on Reddit. They're just like, hey, like Fernando is getting old. Can this guy retire already? It's like he has six podiums this year. Yeah. Something like that. Eight. Eight podiums this Eight. year? <laughs> do you not remember what was happening? Yeah. Like this guy is amazing. And they're like, uh, just give up already. Give up already. Yeah. What are you, 40? Yeah, like, ew. This guy is crushing it. They're like, it's <laughs> And then it's yeah, just it's, a bunch of Charles Leclerc fans being like, where's the next like French boy? Give exactly. Me another, like, it's like, Monogasker. Well, that's the thing. It's like, well, who yeah. else do you want in that seat? Yeah. Charles Leclerc is the common denominator in his unluckiness. <laughs> And Pierre Gasly's not doing anything. No, and the French team. Yeah, exactly. You have this Fernando Alonso who is hitting every single corner perfectly. Look, he's he. I know that everyone thinks that Taylor Swift is with Travis Kelsey. She's not. She's with Fernando. (laughs) It's a secret love affair. It's a secret. And Fernando's this just this handsome silver fox at this point. Yeah. Who knows how to freaking place the car? Yes. He's a a wizard at racecraft. Yes. And also can just outdrive whatever he's put in. Yes. He outdrove the fastest car on the grid. It, in a drag race yeah. to the checkered. 
And if you think that's that, amazing, do you think that guy needs to retire? There's something wrong with you. And uh, and even just to say, like, I mean, look, Lance finished fifth, which was a great result for Lance. Great for Lance. He had a good and, weekend. Yeah, and was a a killer run for Aston Martin to also get fifth. Mm-hmm. But Fernando was fighting for the podium. Yeah, with the fastest car. Yeah. And managed it. Yeah. It's just like the contrast between yeah. teammates. It shows that Fernando is nowhere near needing to retire. No. And he's beating all these younger guys. Yeah. It is just, just as awesome as them. he's ever been. There's yeah. just there's just a massive epidemic of memory loss in Formula One fans. It's amazing how, how I mean, we've seen it with Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. We've seen it with Haas. Yeah. Where people are like. Burn down the factory. What are you doing? Yeah. How come you guys aren't getting any points? Yeah. It's like, it was a half a second from first to last in yeah. qualifying. Yeah. What do you mean we're not getting points? <laughs> it's the most competitive sports ever been. Or just even, you, you've we seen it a few years ago when Mercedes came out in this new like car era. Oh, yeah. And Red Bull was just like blitzing them. Right. Every single race. They're like, wow, Red Bull has never... Mercedes was never this dominant. I was like, were you, were, were you a, like asleep during the last eight years? Did you know that you used to lead by 60 seconds after two laps? Yeah. It was ridiculous. <laughs> just, just remember a little bit. Yeah. Just it's, it's like from race to race. Yeah. From like season to season and from like team to team. It's just, yeah. yeah. People are like, well, I almost won. Daniel Ricardo with the, he like finished last. It was like he had a crash at the first of the race. Yeah. Like that wasn't a, a tire landed on his head. Yeah. F1 fans are officially <laughs> there. They have 10 second Tom from 51st dates. Yes. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tom. They keep waking up. <laughs> what is going on? Man? Fernando Alonso. Great race. I, hey, I'm Tom. <laughs> Come on. Keep it together. Yeah. All in all, an amazing Brazilian Grand Prix. Well, and I feel like we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we didn't Mm -hmm. talk about Mercedes. Yeah. All in all, we need to land with the star of this podcast. (laughs) George Russell. Mr. Russell. I haven't I have in front of me the transcript. Oh yay! Of George Russell's best moments. Mike, please. Uh, from the Grand Prix. Yes. And so <laughs> George Russell teammates with Lewis. So he starts with this the hall monitor of Formula One. George's first radio. Let's work together. <laughs> I want to attack at these early laps. <laughs> it's a, OK. No response. Colin, Colin for teamwork. <laughs> Colin for teamwork. No response, though. <laughs> Mercedes is like, yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> Once again, George. Yeah. We had a pre-race meeting. <laughs> Seems like you're forgetting things. Yeah. But, uh, okay, go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Let him keep racing. And then, <laughs> and his next radio. He's behind Lewis. Uh-huh. And yeah. Lewis is babying the tires. Yep. Being strategic. Yep. Because it's what Lewis does. Uh-huh. <laughs> Comes over the radio. I'm having to push too hard. Turn 11 and 12. <laughs> I either I need to overtake or he needs to manage more through there. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, no response. <laughs> Toto's just like, just, just like, just let him, just let him go. Like, does he know? Does he know that this sprint race, like, <laughs> we saw this, it's going to be bad. Yeah. Just shut up, George. <laughs> shut up. They're just. Okay. <laughs> then. Then what? This is the first one that Mercedes responds on. <laughs> And George comes over the radio and says, uh, are we working together here or are we just we just doing our own race? That was my favorite. <laughs> that was my and, favorite. And his engineer comes over the radio and he says, we're still discussing. <laughs> They're like, we got to shut him up. Just like, just try to tell him, like, act like we're doing something back what? here. We can't do anything. <laughs> but just make him think like we're, well, we're making progress. Well, from my point of view... Yeah, Lewis's baby and tires. Right. But Lewis was also keeping him within DRS. So right. George Russell is getting a little toe. He's doing the Carlos Science in Singapore yeah. thing. So everything's going to George's plan. Right. But also George is defending against Perez, who has the fastest car on the grid. Right. Mercedes cannot defend forever against this. No. So eventually he's gonna get by you. Inevitably this yeah. is happening. And in that moment, Perez passes George. They defend a little bit. They lose a little speed. Right. So Lewis takes ahead more. And he's obviously. Like, uh, now it's every man for himself. Yeah. And George is instantly like, what is Lewis leading me here I, to no, die? It's everyone for himself. <laughs> that was 
was for himself. Yeah. That was, I was like, dude, <laughs> just, you defended for him. You lost speed. Also, this Red Bull's going to get by you anyway. Yeah. So at least just I have. calm down. Give me three laps. <laughs> of an advantage before he catches me dude like it's just immediately complained oh okay uh, Lewis is just gonna drive into the sunset what is this Mercedes Lewis Patronus team (laughs) what is the tile sponsor (laughs) Hamilton yeah I did I thought Russell was on the side of the car (laughs) are we gonna put XNDA on the rear wing now yeah is this gonna be (laughs) Toto Toto (laughs) Toto Get Toto on the line. Well, with the, when you're the hall monitor of Formula One, you do get more perks. Yeah. He's I mean, entitled. He knows a lot of the rules. He knows a lot of the rules. He knows them well. <laughs> and there's rules of engagement. Yeah. What was next? What was the so, next message? <laughs> the next one. This is the best one of all. Yeah. This is the last message. Mm-hmm. Retire the car. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. That is just like well, that's enough. Just well, you just well, bring George everyone's going to be a cheater. I don't even want to play anymore. I'm just surprised. He's, I'm going to take my basketball and I'm going to go home. I, I'm just surprised that the response there wasn't a response from George being like, "Well, is Lewis? Is Lewis going to retire? Is it both of us or just me? What's happening?" Oh, he was fun. <sighs> he was having a fun time. It's 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 as if it's as if he's not heard crap from every race because like here's the thing the drivers are not completely unaware of formula dank yeah these guys know they get whispers in the wind yeah they they know they get what we're saying roasted (laughs) yeah by by memes Uh and by uh, you know fans alike Uh uh-huh i have faith that some of the means that we have made have seen it to make we, it made it to Chucky Leclerc's we, eyes. We know that Chucky Leclerc has seen himself in NASCAR <laughs> yeah. form, which is Max's me. Copyrighted that. <laughs> yeah, it we is the first trademarked <laughs> <laughs> the Chucky Leclerc NASCAR meme was Max. So we know that deep down, these people see they see these things. Mm-hmm. So with that said, yeah, it's amazing to me that George continues to be the worst the over the radio. Worst. Yeah, it's like. Listen, man. Mm-hmm. We all know how old you are. Yeah, you're. You have one of these. Yeah, you you have a smartphone. Uh-huh. People are making fun of you when you come yes. over the radio and you say dumb things, or either you act like a tool, uh-huh. or if you're complaining way worse than Lewis has. Yeah, it's 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 this sense of entitlement that's coming through now, right? And that's why we make fun of him. We're not haters because he's not winning enough to like. Well, we're hating on George Russell, right? Like we're making fun of this it's nerd. Like, no, he's a dork. Yeah, he's a dork, and like this rich bon- entitled dork. Yeah, but Bono, Bono, my tires are gone. Mm-hmm. Like Lewis has got some flair, yeah. on Formula Dank uh-huh. for having a very like clear complaint that he's made yeah, over yeah, the years. He iconic complaints, right? But even then, that's like this tiny sentence. Every time George complains, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like he has a radio talk show. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He's got a podcast yeah. with his engineer. Mm-hmm. Are we working together? Or like, what's happening here? <laughs> Instantly. And it's like, what just, could you... <laughs> I, guess, I guess we're just doing our own thing now. Yeah, yeah it's like... Okay. Is there a shorter way to say that, George? <laughs> yeah. Is Lewis going to help? Question mark? Yeah. It's sufficed. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> that would do the same trick. He's insane. Yeah. I, I, you know, sometimes I give leeway to the drivers. I'm like, I know they're racing. It's stressful. I rode rage on the highway. Yeah. And, and, and they're, they're like on like a razor's edge of like spinning off into a wall or whatever. <laughs> right. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you know, Perez is going to get behind by you. Yeah. You, your car is not competitive compared to this Red Bull. Not even so close. Just let him pass you and, and to- don't make a big deal of it. And Toto said that the car didn't deserve a win. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this car doesn't deserve to win. Yeah. Next car, please. Yeah. And Lewis and George. Uh, Lewis, Lewis and Toto. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like together. They're, they uh, they're on it. Yeah. And it was interesting George though because Toto came over the radio and he mm-hmm. was like, sorry that you guys had to drive this. And mm-hmm. Lewis, I know it's so bad. Uh, it doesn't deserve to win or whatever. Uh-huh. And Lewis came over the radio and he was like, he's like, yeah, let's talk later. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for working so hard on this cart. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like, Lewis is a little bit like, yeah, I agree with you, but, like, let's protect the radio a little. Um, yeah. Because, like, can we keep this radio silence? Like, yeah. let's, like, admit our faults in private. Let's talk about this later. Because we have this weaning mindset. <laughs> we always need to be perfect. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Lewis has it in his head. Totally. Yeah. But in a way, it's also like, but let's not make the team hate us because uh-huh. we're mocking them over the radio mm. on TV. 
Ooh, yeah. You, you, you know what I mean? It's all praise for the factory. Yeah, it's like, thanks for the men and women working hard mm-hmm. back at the factory. Now, it, you, now you're getting caught back talking. The only way that he can politicize the entire team to want to support him yeah. is if he doesn't do stuff like that. Yeah. So, anyways. And on the other hand, you just have George Russell. Father would hear about this. <laughs> Father, can you get my dad on the phone? Father, can you patch my him. father down to Lewis? Oh my god. We're not gosh. working as a team. How has he father not would be mad. said that yet? <laughs> it's the next thing. It is. It's the next it's thing. It's going to happen. It seems like I was oh, wow. I of course would anticipate like a more maturity going into Mercedes. Right. But it seems like he's getting more immature. He's digressed. He's getting yeah. At Williams it seemed like I was like, "Oh wow. He's he's like he understands his role. Yeah. He knows that he's not going to win." Yeah. Uh, it, it just seemed like he was a different dude. Was it that fr- was it that year at Mercedes where Lewis was taking the hit? Right. Lewis was purposely like taking a hit, trying much to develop every the race, car, to develop the race, out. getting last, just like right. you're taking the hit this year, Lewis. And George Russell just got the biggest head in the world, being like, I am continually beating the seven time world I am champion. the greatest driver that has ever lived. Because I am clearly in, in the same machinery, I am beating Lewis Hamilton. Right. And it's like, man, did mm. that just screw him up? Big time. And yeah. Toto's like, hey, we didn't really tell you straight up, but you are Lewis's. B word. Yeah. <laughs> you are his pet. You are his tiny you, pet. This is not your team. Yeah. Step in line. Well, and I mean, he's I, interesting. I feel like we all saw it for the first time. Yeah. When he punched Valtteri Botas in Imola. Oh, he's so entitled. Yeah. That was the first time that any of us had seen anything like that. We we're like, he was in a Williams. Yeah. We we're like, punched the Mercedes. Yeah. Driver. Cause he went to pass yeah. Botas. On the grass, mm-hmm. lost control and crashed into Botas. So yeah, it wasn't this even. This is always his, just his character, right? But we didn't see it because it was no. in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Who cares? Well, you're you're mad at Nikita Mazepin. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in the wall. Yeah, you he's, can go talk to him if you want. Uh, yeah, but at this stage, we're starting to see a little bit of those true colors. It is brutal. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not he's, a good look. He's, he's going to continually be hard to root for. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not already. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, shifting gears. Yeah. We have some listener questions. And if you are listening right now, watching us on YouTube, on spot listening on Spotify, um, feel free to write in any questions. You can write into us on Instagram. We are at Instagram at fastones.us. You can email us at what fastones.us at gmail.com. Um, lots of ways to get in contact with us. Just comment on our posts. Yeah. Yeah. We usually keep up to date really, really well on those. So, and yeah. it's mostly me on Instagram. So yeah, you get so Max. You know, yeah. If you're, if you're answering questions, you're talking with me 98% of the time. I, I have, <laughs> this thing never stops. Yeah. And so it's uh, usually Max. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, we have a lot of fun interactions with uh, listeners on social media. Yeah. I'll give a shout out to one guy who's, he doesn't ask a lot of questions, but he is sending me good content. His name's Kyle. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he sends in tons of stuff and it's really fun to get his uh, messages and things. Um, so yeah. Keep we always appreciate it. Thank you guys for interacting with us. And yeah. occasionally I do check. So yeah. I, I know who you are. Thank you. Okay. So our, uh, our questions come in this week. One is from Joe. Okay. She's a listener of the podcast. Okay. And she asked if you could get in a Formula One car or a race car okay. and drive around any circuit, which one would you drive around? Okay. That's the question. Okay. Uh, I already know so, my answer. Are you going to say what? Laguna Seca. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. Why? Why Laguna Seca? It's so, in California. Because I know it so well. Okay. That I feel like I would confidently be able to race around that without crashing. You could get like a good lap in. Yeah. Um, have what you I, driven around it before? Uh, I have not. No, oh. that is a racetrack I have not been around. Just in sim sim racing. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I know my braking points and I know where it's off cambered and mm-hmm. weird. And also the corkscrew just seems really fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's one of them. Road cool. Atlanta's on that list. I mean, you you know me. Oh, wow. I could go on for days. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, your first choices uh, are American tracks. Obviously, I, I would love to run Monaco. Okay, Monaco's a good choice. Especially in not an F1 car. Yeah. Put, I, put me in a sports car. I, I, I would love say, that. I would say Monaco. I didn't think about that one. I was thinking um, Spa. Spa would be incredible. In Belgium? Yep. Just because it seems like this question would also give you a free trip to Belgium. Yeah, to totally. go race on that track. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that just seems like a fun place to go on vacation. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful, fun track. Right. Honestly, for me, 
any track that I drive around is going to be brand new and it's going to suck. <laughs> so, and I'm not going to do very well. Right. But that's where I would go. Seems yeah. Pretty. I think those are really good. Choices. I wouldn't do American cause I could just, this is, I've already been to America. Yeah. I would love Interlagos. I honestly would. Mm. Brazil would be on that list for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because it is one of my top three for sure of mm. the season. Uh, I think the tracks, uh, Catalonia in Spain. Oh, okay. I also know super well. Okay. That's nice. another one that I like to, if I'm trying out something new. Fun. That's a track I like to go out yeah. on and learn <laughs> uh, what's what's uh, what's right and what's wrong with the car Yeah. Uh, in a sim game. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I, I like that that's list great. could be huge, but that's yeah. a great question. It's a good question. Yeah. Um, it's a part, there's a part two question. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and she goes on to ask, if a Formula One team, for mm. whatever reason, needed you to step in. Oof. And drive the car for the race. Okay. Let's say Charles crashes the formation lap and they need a new <laughs> driver. And don't know what happens. Yeah. They need they need you. Yeah. Would you drive the Formula One car in the race? Yeah. I mean, the answer is always yes. I would, I, yeah, it's always. The answer is always yes. Yes. I will be doing it at ten miles an hour. Yeah. I, I would <laughs> I would be three laps down and I would not be sad about it. No, because you you were driving in a Formula One race. In For a sure. Car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will stall it 20 times. Okay. So now I'm going to add a third layer to that. Okay. So given this scenario mm-hmm. of track and you're the reserve driver uh-huh. and you get the, the nod to race. Yeah. What track are you like? That's the one you want to be on. So from the calendar that you know. So F1 calendar. Yeah. I mean, I said spa. Mm-hmm. I don't really know that track very well. I just know it's pretty. Yeah. And that'd be a fun vacation. But if this is a real scenario where they're like, hey, go out there and race. Kevin Magnuson is dead. <laughs> P.O. Fittipaldi is, is dead. Is, is, is also. Everyone died in the plane on the way over. <laughs> if Mike oh and they've contacted fast ones. Yes. Being like, you are Haas fans. You guys are clear fans. We need you two to drive this car. Um, I'd pick Monza. Yeah, that would be so rad. I actually yeah. think that's a great pick. Because it doesn't seem like a complicated track. Right. There's not a lot of big turns. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of loop-de-loops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could, I, I know the shape of that pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Yeah. That would be a really cool one for sure. Uh-huh. Man, I feel like, I feel like I would probably go with something like Spain, mm-hmm. the Catalonia race, just because I do know it so well. Yeah. That I would feel really confident, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, given the opportunity, yeah, uh, spa, what is spa or Monaco? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is my chance, yeah, to drive around. But one I of know those that tracks. I would, I'd crash with the first try at Monaco. But, but, like, <laughs> but you would have then set some Formula One stats in Formula One history, right? Like you are now and etched be- in. All of the other names. And I'd be no drivers. worse than Charles Leclerc in Monaco. Right. You'd be up there with Nikita Mazepin. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. I'll take it all day. Um, before we close out. Yes. Let's give a shout out to Haas. Yes. Taking the NASCAR championship. Oh, yeah. They won the Xfinity Series championship. Yeah. So Haas, Haas is winners. Killing it. Yeah. And uh, it was a cool story. Cole Custer, who's the driver uh, in the Xfinity Series. Cold Custard. What, I have called him that. <laughs> I definitely have called him that. Uh-huh. Uh, he was a NASCAR Cup Series driver. Mm-hmm. Struggled a little bit. Didn't seem like he was figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And instead of Haas letting him go and saying, you suck, but. Mm-hmm. They said, you know what? Why don't we put you back in the lower tier series, the Xfinity series, okay, and just see how you do? Yeah, and he won the championship. Oh wow! And so, really cool. I feel so like Haas won like a tier two championship. Yeah, the okay. next tier down. Cool. And what's cool about that, in my mind, is that mm-hmm. again they didn't give up on him. Yeah, and then he proved that he deserved to be there. Right. Yeah. And, and so cool. that was huge. Uh, in addition to that news, Ryan Blaney won the Cup Series championship this weekend. That's the big one. Which is the top tier. Yeah. And epic finish. Great battle for the championship. Mm-hmm. As we talked about in the past, the it boils down to four people. Mm-hmm. And then there's one race. And between those four, they pick whoever is the highest placer. Wins the thing. Wins the championship. Yeah. And Ryan Blaney pulled it off after qualifying, I think, lowest. Mm-hmm. out of the four <laughs> and so he was like crap <laughs> and he overcame the odds nice and fun and ended up taking the championship which was a really cool great race it was very fun to watch and then last little bit of news kevin harvick 
Oh yeah, Kevin Harvick uh, retired. This was and his he's final a race. Big big name in NASCAR. And the reason that that's a big deal is because uh, he's the one that replaced Earnhardt Senior. Mm-hmm. And now that entire era of drivers: Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon. And what's the team that he was driving for? Uh, Stuart Haas. So it's another Haas, yep. Haas news. I I thought so. I didn't want to yeah. say it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Harvick has has moved on. He'll be in the announcer booth next year mm. for Fox. Okay. On NASCAR. Cool. Uh, which I think he'll bring an awesome perspective. Fun. So, but big changes and a new driver coming in for the number four next year at, at Stuart Haas. And so we'll see how that goes. Fun. It's going to be cool. Very cool stuff. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you for talking. Yeah. <laughs> Follow <laughs> us. Subscribe to us. Please rate us. Watch us on YouTube. Yeah. Check it out. And yeah. Uh, we have an amazing looking studio that keeps getting better. And also week. fun content coming out. So totally hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, share us with your friends. Send us in fun questions. And we'll talk to you later. We'll see you next week. Okay. Right. That's one podcast. And on the other hand, you just have George Russell. Father, we'll hear about this. <laughs> father, can you get my dad on the phone? Father, can you patch my here. father down to Lewis? <laughs>